0: Hello and welcome to the Friday, October 13th, 2023 edition of the Sunset Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Well, I have already mentioned that on Saturday I'll be speaking here at B-Sides in Jacksonville. And of course, the talk will be about attacks against developers. So, Thanks, uh, Phylum, for coming up with a new blog post today with yet another attack that I probably can include in my talk now. The attack, in this case, targets .NET developers by adding malicious packets to the NuGet gallery. NuGet is the packet manager for .NET, and the packages here appear to impersonate some crypto coin related packages like for example solana wallet or kraken exchange sadly these packages all from the same developer called Disty, had about 2 million downloads now in case someone fell for these packages you will end up with the zero sen rat this particular remote access tool is actually sold uh, more or less sort of somewhat commercially for $60, or you can also get a subscription for $15 a month. Why would anybody install uh, these packages? Well, uh, they try to impersonate some legitimate packages. So essentially, it's just the typo squatting they're doing here. The actual malware is then... A being installed by an install script that will download the malicious uh, remote access tool via a number of sort of obfuscated PowerShell scripts. Mm -hmm. Now, it took a while, but uh, earlier on Thursday, Microsoft did remove the malicious packages from NuGet. Also, the malware installed by these packages has a pretty good antivirus coverage, according to VirusTotal. And sometimes it's almost sad to see how old old malware is still around and uh, still uh, learning new tricks latest example here comes courtesy of asec uh, who observed a new variant of shellbot shellbot well it goes way back and just to tell you how far back it goes it still uses irc for command and control it looks for sh servers with known weak passwords so really sort of one of the bottom feeders kind of when it comes to malware but apparently they found it necessary to do a little bit more obfuscation on urls ip addresses can be noted in a number of different formats usually you have that dotted decimal format where you have each byte in decimal separated by a dot but well that's by Far not the only format that's valid. I think I talked about octal before but uh, also the sort of just uh, plain integer format is often used and in this latest version of shellbot they're using actually the hexadecimal format honestly haven't really seen it that much so maybe it still works for obfuscation but if you do see a host name that starts with crx well uh, you should pay attention because that's likely just an IPS in hexadecimal. And I don't really see a good reason to ever do that sort of without trying to evade some filter. Let's talk about a couple of patches that you should be aware of uh, before you uh, leave for the weekend. Uh, Juniper uh, released patches for about 30 vulnerabilities. Many of them are, well, just denial of service uh, vulnerabilities. There are a couple that allow the bypass of firewall rules. Uh, They could potentially be interesting, but the most interesting one here is CVE 2023 44194. This one actually Does allow admin access uh, to a user without authentication due to some kind of permission problem in a directory. I suspect this is sort of one of those yes, you can upload a file without authentication vulnerabilities, and then that leads to possibly some code execution. Not really sufficient details here from Juniper to really see what's happening. And are you using Squid as a proxy in particular with digest authentication? Well, You may have a problem. And this is actually a vulnerability announcement that I haven't really seen being talked much about. Joshua Rogers back in 2021 performed a security audit of the at the time current version of Squid. And uh, within 35 days, he found 55 vulnerabilities. They were all reported to the Squid project, but apparently due to under staffing at the squid project which is of course very common for these type of open source projects only a small number of these vulnerabilities were fixed many and one is this digest uh, vulnerability have not even been assigned a cve number at this point So now Joshua went public with details regarding the vulnerabilities that he found. Again, many of them not being patched. Some of them possibly leading to remote code execution. Definitely if you're running SQUID, and uh, yes, it is a very popular project. Double check if you're using any of the features here that are vulnerable. Well, and this is it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again. On Monday, bye.